Check in, um, you know what I mean, and whoever want to take the flow. <laughs> Y'all niggas got to go. Yeah, this is Victor checking in from Columbia, South Carolina, man. It's a uh, couple people on here. I know I ain't seen in a while, but it's good to be on the show tonight. Well, appreciate it. Hi, and I'm Tierra. I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. Mister, you still there? From Atlanta, Georgia. And of course, I'm Bishop. No, you didn't lose me, man. I'm Bishop. I'm coming from Miami, Florida, by way of Saltwater, South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, all that. Where? So I wanted to start out, you know what I mean? Um, Was that everybody? I won't leave nobody out. All right, so I listened to that French Montana album yesterday, and I realized we halfway through the year. And it's been, a, in my opinion, a really great year for music. Like on some real shit. I mean, it's what y'all think, though. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, with the exception of Hope and. Like, I, I just. I can't flow with French Montana to save my life. I'm so sorry. But oh man, uh, man, yeah, I just can't do it. I can't do it, man. Like he always sound like he got a mouthful of marbles or some shit, and I get <laughs> like you know, He's better than English man. may not be his first language, but still, oh you man, feel me? Like, to Morocco. like I mean, I mean that's just what it is. You feel me? Like uh, I just I can't really vibe with that dude. Right, you know what I'm but, yeah, I mean. To a degree, yeah, this been a, this been an okay year for music, but 
I can't ride with a lot of this new age shit. I just can't. I'm old school. Right. Do you ain't feel like there's been things that came out that had that old school vibe? Okay. How you, how you feel yep. about Ross album? Okay, Ross album. Ross album is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like he came, he came pretty hard. Pause. But um, it hasn't been too much. Like it's a rebound going on. But of course, the machine behind the industry, they're not really gonna allow too much to rebound. Like say for instance, like T Pain been dropping shit all year, and. The nigga can actually flow, but you're not really gonna hear it too tough because it's not the the old T Pain that you know everybody is used to. Right? He's yeah, not I mean, that's that's true. That's everything you're saying is true, but I think I, I have to agree that you know it's been an awesome year, at least for me in music. Um, just because there's so many options, there's so much out there. Um, you know, it might not have been a great year for radio music if you like music, you know, but there's a lot of good music out there that's being produced everywhere, man. You know, um, so I, I, I mean, I, I got too much stuff to listen to to even listen to it like I want to, you right. know, but, um, you know, as far as the radio, you, even with the radio, you got the Kendricks and the J. Coles or whatever like that, and that's been yeah. awesome, you know. <clears throat> Yeah, no, nah, I will anything of Jay-Z right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I will give you that, man. You feel me? Like, yeah, you know, Kendrick, he's been doing his thing. J. Cole, he's been solid for years. Um, yeah. And, like, even the brother from Carolina, Nick Grant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, kill it. <laughs> he, like, the dude is an assassin. And yeah. he's, up, he's up there with my top MCs from Carolina. And... Yeah, I'm proud to see that he's out. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, to be fair, man, music is doing what it's doing, and yeah. you know, it's always good for the culture to have somebody new that's in. And I even have a small amount of respect for the mumble dudes uh. because because I have to because I was around when like Grandmaster Flash and everybody was out. And I was out. I, I was around when Africa Mad was out. And you know, if you recall, like back then, them dudes was in like super costumes and shit, looking like alien rock stars. Yeah, it was like wrestlers and shit. But then, but then Run DMC kicked the door in and was like, "Yo, fuck that! We wearing jeans and, and leather." You know what I'm yeah. saying? And they they changed the whole scene up. So it's always good for the culture to you know induce some sort of a change. So, you know, that part, I'm glad for. Um, and I have to appreciate some form of it. Like, I have to. If I if yeah. I don't, yeah. then that's not me being true to who I am and true to hip-hop. Like, I right. love hip-hop. I think also that it's doing, like, it's, it's, it's making people uh, work to get quality music too because I mean it's it's like you know it's so many options you know if you really want to hear something that's quality that really speak to you you can find somebody that's doing that you know what I'm saying you you have to work for it you know what I'm saying but it's somebody out there producing music got the love for the music got the love for the artistry take the time to create the lyrics take the time to to develop the whole piece you know what I'm saying um 
So you know, it's just, it's, it really is. Is it you? Do you want to have fast food or you want to go home and cook your dinner? You know what I'm saying? Right. It comes down yeah. to that type of mentality. You know what I'm saying? We can all eat something fast, get something that's ready made for the masses. You know what I'm saying? It's something else to go out there and take your time and find something you like and listen to a couple of tapes. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. find something you really vibe to and, and sit with it. But you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'll go ahead, guys. I, I definitely so what, respect it. Bitch, I was going to ask about... you this though Real quick Because I'm, I'm just going to like segue really quick Like if you was an artist right now Managing an artist And they had a choice to either get with a label Get, a, get with the machine Or go independent What would you advise them to do With the culture being the way it is Independent Independent Yeah it's independent Like I was independent when I was in the industry You feel me Like I, I didn't want no part to that bullshit Especially now, man. Like it's easy as hell. You know, you can buy a studio for less than a thousand nowadays, and uh-huh. shit, record, record whatever, and slap that bitch on iTunes, and then hit Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> yeah. whoever, you know, yeah. and just go go on a massive campaign. And you know, next thing you know, you got a dude that done sold a million singles, and he ain't never had a day of radio play. So yeah, right. you yeah. chance to rap, yeah. chance to rap, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, the bottom line is, like, we in the age that the industry always fit. Like, I saw I saw the industry start shaking when Napster came out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, people wasn't, they wasn't buying CDs no more. And yeah. after that, you know, you had different place, th- different things like, you know, iTunes. When iTunes came out and then they opened up the market for anybody to sell their music through, that right. fucked the industry up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. So I got a yeah. question. Like, if you was a rapper who signed a deal back in the 90s, before, like, Napster and LimeWire and Streams was big, like, who gets the money from the streams? Like, do they have something in place for that? I've always wondered that shit. It's all about your publishing, publishing rights. It's all on your Yeah, but if it wasn't, but if it wasn't in the contract, then it exists. How they, how they handle that? Splitting the money. That shit's, in, that shit's somewhere. Mm. Things been going Trust on me. since. Publishing, the beginning publishing of music. is always in there. Damn. Always. I mean, with the situation being like it is now, it's almost like... The consumption of music is almost free to the end user or whatever. But uh-huh. if, your, if your music is quality, then you can book shows. If your music is quality and you can go on tour somewhere at some venue, you know what I'm saying? You can sell, you know, the, the paraphernalia, the t shirts, whatever you want to do. Then yeah, you can make money you, that you way. But if you're putting out trash and you're just trying to get, get a lick, you know what I mean? You got you got some other shit going on. Ain't gonna be no more little flips. Out there, you know what I'm saying? Right. Twenty million dollars. No flips out there now. <laughs> little flip is yeah, gonna be leading uh, Conor McGregor still out taking the advances, man. <laughs> niggas still taking advances and buying chains and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shooting videos and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why these niggas getting caught selling dope and shit. I mean, dog. You know. A lot of people been talking about Lil Yachty, you know, uh, Yachty or whatever the fuck his name is, how his number wasn't great, you know, but he was talking shit like, you know, I'm this big businessman and all this type of shit. I'm like, dude, I hope Yeah, but he got a 360 deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got the hand in everything you get. 
So when y'all refer to it being a good year for hip hop, what artists are y'all referring to? What albums are you referring to? I mean, I mean,
and he's not in my. He might not even be in my top twenty. <sighs> right. Bad about I, mean, I mean, I yeah, gotta put him up there. I gotta agree because he 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 was one of the first that talked about shit that's really going on. You feel me? And like after he said Illuminati with my mind, soul, and my body. You feel me? Like mm. everybody seemed to be trickling down on that little thing. Like that one little line. Yeah. Affected the whole game. To me, that earned you legend status. Right. And as his as his career like you know went on, like he would drop more and more little hints. And he didn't want to really go full in, like you know, on some dead press shit, because he mm-hmm. didn't want to. He didn't want to seem like, uh, you know, he's like common. Like, you feel know I me? Mean? Right. He didn't want to. He want to seem like a conscious rapper and lose his fan base. So he was teetering that line for a long time. But you know, that last album that he put on, he went in. He went in 100 and didn't give too much mm-hmm. of a fuck. So you know, that's why I put him up there. That's right. not ten though. I mean, not t- I can't. I gotta revert, man, and not really put him in top ten. <laughs> not ten, <laughs> rough boy. Just, just thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's hard. You know? Yeah, what I'm man. Like, like, with, hard. like I'm thirty. I'm thirty plus years deep, hip loving hip hop. Yeah. So, and yeah, that's 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 a real difficult task to really say like, oh, top ten. I can give you top ten out of yeah. decades. Yeah. Yeah. But with every <laughs> decade that came, with every decade that came, you had a Jordan or a, a Kobe, and like each one of those generations, they learned from the last generation and put some extra spit on there and just became better. Like the '80s, for instance. We had like Big Daddy Kane. We had Eric B. Well, we had Rakim. You feel me? Uh-huh. We had uh-huh. these people, and you know they dominated that whole decade. And then you move into the nineties, and that's a whole nother ballgame. Well, let me. Can I ask this them. question? Let me ask this question. This, this is up. a question about hip hop and about the culture and about the society that we live in. And that's the, I mean, we, we, we can all look around and look at our lives and the people that we've been around and say that uh-huh. hip-hop has power. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It has power. Um, do we see, like, a turning of the corner in the evolution of hip-hop or the people where this is something that's going to be wielded for good without being corny? You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't got to be... It ain't got to be a thing where, you know, we ain't talking about the party no more. We're not talking about having a good time no more. But we didn't sit here and watch Tupac. You know, talk, right. you know what I'm saying? Sit here and watch people come with knowledge, knowing that they touching people deeply. You know what I'm saying? And it's affecting their lives. You know what I'm saying? And for a lot, of, for a long time, it's been, you know, I'm coming from a situation that got me fucked up, so I'm gonna get on, get this money. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't really used to money, so I'm, you know, I'm wilding or whatever. But when do, right. when, when is it going to be that we evolve beyond it and say, well, not only do I have this, but I have the ability to, you know, really wield power through this um, and then actually use it for that. You know what I'm saying? You got somebody like Kendrick out there. He done went and bought like a little regular house. He buying this just a Toyota. And he's sitting on stacks now. And that's power. You know what I'm saying? That's something you ain't got to do to get them extra dollars. 
You know right. what I'm saying? So, so I mean, do y'all see that evolving out of the situation that we in in hip hop now, or do you think it's gonna get worse as far as you know the situation as far as the mumble rap or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Trap, 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 whatever. Well, I mean, if I made. It's about money at the end of the day. Cash was everything around me. The machine will make sure they put out what's was making money for them. Bottom line. And that's like true, and that's cats, the unfortunate thing. Cats the planet, that are plants, you feel me? And they get the machine yeah. behind them, and they pop out of nowhere. Yeah. Like that, that ain't by the circumstance. But and. In all actuality, though, that's all dependent on us, like the consumer. You know, like I, I tell people all the time, like I hear people talk about, well, I, I used to hear women always talk about how, you know, men this, men that. And I, I used to tell them, my retort was always, we do, we do what y'all allow us to do. The same thing uh-huh. with hip hop. Like, just like if women all united and said you know what fuck that i'm not dealing with this type of dude you know what i'm saying unless you got something going for yourself not on like a materialistic aspect but more like a borderline metaphysical aspect you know just right. have something going on with your mind if women came together like that yeah dudes would sharpen up quick start dressing like they something um and carrying themselves better and basically hip-hop and the consumers they're the same thing like if we refuse to you know purchase the little yachties and mumbles or whoever the fuck like the trash if we absolutely <laughs> refuse to do that shit then they'll they'll go pop in a public enemy tape in a minute and study like all right I'm, they they like this type of shit niggas will be watching hidden colors left and right trying to spit knowledge so right. niggas ain't buying niggas ain't buying records though man I mean, like, I don't buy a record unless I, like, really like no, an artist. I'm not buying no records, man. I mean, that's just straight up. I mean, I love music. Like, Fees, you drop a record right now, I'm, I'm buying a record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I go and find somebody yeah. and, like, they nice, I'll go look for their record and buy their record. But if I'm just perusing your shit, man, the shit has to be free for me to hear, and then I might buy your record as you impress me. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. Indeed. And that's how that is now. It's just too much information. It's too. It's, everything is so easy to get now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So right. it ain't that people are buying records. It's somebody. Somebody has an agenda to have this fuck shit out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like and it's like the just, machine. Like fucking, they like capitulated and was like, look, we we can't win on access. The internet made everything digital, but we can control content. You feel me? And that's and that's the game. That's why you got yachties. What's the little cat uh, that got the? They, it's, it's debatable if he got to deal with iTunes. He want a uh, a Grammy. Damn, oh, Chance the Rapper. Can't tell me yeah. that man ain't have a battery put in his back. But it is what it is. The game is gonna be played out no matter what. Just try to make sure you don't lose. Sandeep, <laughs> come on now. That's another form of slavery. Like you think what Bishop said, like we keep supporting the Kendricks and the J. Cole, and we start educating our children, like, I'm interested in my son, I love it so much. 
But, you know, we go back and forth about some of the stuff that's on the radio. I'm like, you like that? Do you really like that? And I try to introduce them to the good stuff, like old stuff and new stuff. Like, I'll, what if I, I mean, to the Kendricks, to the J. Coles, I introduce them to Biggie, Pop, whatever I like, uh, um, Busta Rhymes or whatever. We got to educate our kids, too, and introduce them to the good stuff in hopes that that'll spread, you know? Oh my God! Indeed. <laughs> but it's just mean, you turn indeed. on the radio. But you turn on the radio though, like you all I'm hearing is garbage, in my opinion. Like just about all of it. Like I say about ninety to ninety five percent of it is garbage. It's overwhelming, and yep. like, the industries are gonna like like y'all said, they can put out what sells. And for some reason, these kids are latching on to the little yachties and the Kodak Blacks and all those people who are like y'all say mumbling, and I don't understand it. So all I can do is introduce my kid and whomever else to the good stuff and keep finding the good stuff. Well, I mean, I mean, of course, that's gonna always be part of somebody when you when you introduce something to them, they're gonna it's gonna have the impact. The other side of it, as far as I've been thinking about it, is like when I was younger, whatever I was listening to, my parents thought that was trash too. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it, to be, it's, it's almost hypocritical for us to, to look at the younger generation and be like, "Oh, that's trash." You know what I'm saying? Like they got this something that's reverberating in them with it. You know what I'm saying? We can't throw everything out and be like, "Oh, that's trash," because we don't vibe with it because they, it's a different generation. Now, to me, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, but this, I'm different shit. Though? Like, this, I, I'm different. I'm different. When all this shit is just a replay of the '90s, anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's killing me. You know what I'm saying? Niggas with the tight jeans and niggas with the, the dreads and, you know, you got to and all that. Everybody, we didn't do that shit already. You know what I'm saying? And then you want, you know, so I, I don't, you know, I, I'm trying to understand, like, instead of just judging the young people, you know what I'm saying? Trying to see what they see in it so that I can relate to them. Because I know at one time I was doing the same shit. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't know. know. I think there's a difference in generations, though. Like that. Like in my general, like matter of fact, there's there's albums that I like. I, I can access my life by thinking even about it. Like when Trapper Dive Jeezy came out, nigga, that was changed my life. Changed at that point. When Four Hundred yeah. Degrees came out, like I remember them shits. They was albums. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You're not really getting those too much no more. You're not even you got those damn near every month. Take off the plastic, put it in. It's like, oh my god. Next week yeah. again. Next week again. Yeah. It's yeah, not like that, man. Going up to the, the, the radio station for two hours. I ain't doing that no more. No. Please, say that again, please. You're not going to get these cats like when Rockefeller took over Hot 97, everybody spitting for like two hours, freestyling. We ain't going to get nobody yeah. to do that now. Yeah, but the internet right. wasn't popping back then either. No. That's why albums are coming more out to so do it. I mean, the album is dead, basically. You know what I'm saying? For, I mean, people is focused on selling singles. Period. That's it. If you get a hot song and you can sell a million copies of your, your shit on iTunes or whatever, you straight. That's all Elvis personally. You know? So that's all they need. The that's all they need. I heard the machine found a way to fuck artists on the streams. 1,500 streams counts as one. Oh lord! Yeah. Ain't that some crazy yeah. numbers? Yeah. <laughs> that machine, they great at the game. 
I love them. I mean, they have they have to find a way to get themselves back in the game. They have to. It's over with, man. Basic economics. I feel like but that's over with, man. They know it's over, but they have to prolong this shit as long as possible. Which means that's more important deals for artists. Right. Yeah. Which means you're going to have to evolve quicker and get away from them deals. Because otherwise, you're going to be working for nothing. And that's, that's the reason why I said independent. Yeah. Independent. Fuck them deals. You, you be your own record label. Be your own manager. Do right. your thing. I mean, yeah, shit, you got, dude in, you got dude in Cali. You got Nipsey Hussle. Like, this, mm-hmm. this nigga, he never had no deal. This nigga was just like, I ain't fucking, I'm going to do it myself. And the nigga ended up selling, like, what was that, a $100 mixtape. Nigga was charging people yes. $100 for a mixtape and sold out. Like, you got you got cats like that. So, yeah, like, be before, before we give up on hope, before we give up on hope for that culture and say, like, the machine is too big, I say, fuck the machine. Like, I walked away from a deal. I walked away from it like, all right, cool. Yo, y'all keep your shit. I'm good. But, yeah, nah, they can keep their little deals, man. Like, we got, like, especially nowadays. Right. You can record a, a whole mixtape on your your smartphone. Yep. Yeah. Well, I got a, I got another side question for y'all. This is this something I heard in the barbershop. We just now this is just for fun or whatever. But uh, so my man, so my man is uh, they in there having a little conversation, argument or whatever. I'm like, what's the argument about? They like so. Would you rather have eight hundred thousand dollars in cash, or would you rather have an eight ten credit score? I was like, why are y'all fucking debating that at all? But what what were y'all saying? Cash. <laughs> I can turn the cash and I can turn the cash into an eight hundred ten credit score. Credit yeah. Already. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that much in debt, so yeah, I'll take that money. <laughs> yeah, I'm the cash. I can make some things yeah. that way on the grand. But see, that's young niggas again. These, these young niggas, these niggas like 23, 24 years old, and they talking about, man, if I got, if I had the credit, man, I could do this and that and the other. I'm like, dude, when did you gonna touch eight hundred thousand dollars in cash? Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're making eighty G's a year, that's eight hundred thousand dollars in ten years, and you're spending right. more than half of that probably on your life, so you still ain't got eight hundred thousand in cash, and you don't make eighty <laughs> G's a year probably. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and again, you can turn that money into that 810 credit score. Yeah. And with an 810 credit score, yeah, you can do certain things, but you still need the capital. You still need money to do certain things, even though you have that credit score. And if you don't mm-hmm. have the money to pay certain things, your your credit score is going to decrease. Like right. if you get mm-hmm. credit cards, so you're getting this and that. You got to pay that stuff on time. You need to make minimal payments. If you don't do that, even though you got an 18 credit score, that credit score is going to start to decline. I take that money. Yeah. But even yeah. let's say you had an 810 credit score. If your job, if you making, let's say you making 20 grand a year and you got an 810, you still ain't gonna qualify to get the type of loans to get you no eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And then like this was killing me, man. Like everybody talking about they bought the paper, they bought the cans. You know what I'm saying? Nah, Good nigga, bad. you really not. You know, you really not. Cause if you was, you'd be up on this shit. You know what I'm saying? But hopefully, you know, 
You got you got people making some moves now, man. We trying to get a little more sophisticated with this thing now. Right. And that eight hundred something thousand, I can turn that into multiple streams of income. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so right. glad you said that, sis. I'm glad you said that. You know, like people, we we're too focused on shit like jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or begging somebody to be employed by them. And I guess I've always seen things in a different light where. You know, I ain't never been too much of a company nigga, man. That's just, that's not really my thing. But at the yeah. same time, it's like, you know, yeah, I do what I have to do to, you know, take care of my family. But, yeah, man, that kind of money right there, that's multiple streams of income. Like, you, you set your great-grandkids up so that they don't have to beg nobody for no job. Right. Yeah. You know, that's, so that's the mindset that we got to get in. We got to get in that mindset. If we don't, like we're doomed. Like we walk around begging these people for whatever the fuck. Like nah, I'm not begging them to educate my children, or I'm not begging them to employ my children either. I'm, I'd rather take my future in my hands that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You breaking up on me? Are you breaking up as far as I'm concerned? I can't hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, what no, I was saying was... Crazy. What I was saying was with the 18 credit score, you would still have to... Add, like, if you wanted to start a business, you'd have to ask somebody for a loan. Yeah, that means exactly. you got to pay that right. you got to pay that money back before you even yeah. start to make some income. Yeah, I exactly. take the money all day. I take the money all day. Your 18, your 18 basically allows you to get more debt. Yeah. Exactly. Amen. That, that nah, that I think I'll take the cash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm taking cash. No. Like, those those who know how to hustle, they would take the cash. But those who are, I don't know, hell-bent on, oh, I'm going to finance this, so I'm going to finance that. Yeah, they would want that 810. But nah, like you don't understand. Like most people don't even have that much debt for them to yeah. just, okay, take maybe 50000 Stack their credit score up and take yeah. the rest of that money and build business. Yes, yeah. that's, that's important. Like we're losing, we lost sight in that um, a long time ago. Like before our time, I know. Like I don't know about y'all, but you know, my parents' generation. My mom always, she always taught me. Like you know, you go to school, you graduate, you go to college, graduate, get a good job. Like yeah. I, okay, yeah, I. I don't see why. I don't want to be like at a good job. I'd rather start my own company. Like if I could turn back the hands of time, instead of me incurring all this debt, I would have just started my own company. Period. Yeah. Why, why am I wasting my time? I'm learning yeah. how to be a good employee. Yeah. Right. And we got to start talking to our kids about that stuff too. Like me and my son, we talk about a lot. In in the next few years, maybe it might be too much for him right now. He's just ten, but I'm gonna start talking to him about that. Like I don't care if you go to college, and I would like for you to, but if you do go on a full scholarship, so you won't owe him anything, if that's what you decide to do. But if he would decide to start his own business, or whatever, I'll be hey, just as fine with that, as long as he's doing something positive. Right. And on top of that, on top of that, we gotta begin to be examples of what we we wanna see. Like, yeah. you That's know, it's, it's all good. Everybody, for all for all of us, I mean, just talking to everybody here, everybody's intelligent. Everybody's been brought up by people that knew something. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And if you look at the situation that most of our young people are in, and even ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Not to try to judge anybody that's out here, but as a collective group of people, you know what I'm saying? We're in a worse condition than our knowledge actually dictates. Like, we know right. better. Like, you know what I'm saying? We know Amen. we know we got to do something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And we can catch hell. We sit back and say, man, I should have did XYZ. And I knew that already. You know what I'm saying? So for us to right. go and tell our people about X, Y, Z, really ain't, people ain't worrying about that shit no more, man. People want to see yeah. what you got popping. And if you ain't got nothing exactly. popping, they'll go and get drunk and high and do whatever else they're going to do anyway. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But if we actually yeah. show them, look, man, this is what you can do. This is what we, this is what we doing now. You can come be a part of it or you can not be a part of it. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? But we making progress. You know what I'm saying? That's how it's going to be. But to that point, let me ask you this. We just recently celebrated the Forbes, so like, how would y'all summarize what the, the real American dream is today, 2017? What's a the American dream? dream? It's a fucking dream. <laughs> you niggas need to wake up. Yeah, man. That's, that, that's, that's nothing but a bunch of damn pipe dreams and bullshit, man. Yeah. Right. It, it's, it's nothing. You know, I don't yeah, fuck fuck the American dream. Like for my it's people dream, and for for our people, for our dream, the American dream has always been like oh a nightmare, and it's been yeah. a going on five hundred year nightmare. So nah, I'm, I'm good on the American dream. Where? Right. I mean, I the think people the still view it the know, same as they did before. I don't I mean, know I what it is. We get, man. It used to be a house with a, with a fence, a dog, two and a half kids. What, what is it now? <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it's freedom, it's man. Insane. It's that's freedom. What it still is. It's freedom. No, it ain't no, a house. Now it's, now it's a law. It ain't a cause. But that's date. All that's is debt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All that. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about buying a house. I'm looking at a house like, man, I need to have a small house, man, because I need. I might just pop up and be on the West Coast in two years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm not trying to be nailed down into a spot. Unless I can afford to pay for it and not be there, you know what I'm saying? Um, right. The American, the, the the not the dream, but my my aspiration is to be able to do what I want to do. Period. You know what I mean? And, and not have to and, worry about your pockets. Yeah, of right. course. That's what it means. You know what I'm saying? I got children too, so I just can't be wilding. You know what I'm saying? But to get to the point where number one. We're going to have to get off the materialistic, trying to be better than the next man, look better than the next man. You don't know what the people are doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got people driving around in Benzes, that's 500, brand new with the year. That's the company car. You know what I'm saying? It's on lease. They ain't paying for it. You know what I'm saying? Did you, did you try to go get one with your job, <laughs> and it's $1,100 a month, and you you trying to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's killing you. Yeah, I, I remember this cat I used to work with, and uh, one of our homeboys that got some rims, he went to the rent roll shit and got there and rented out some rims. And this dumb nigga went out and did the same. Couldn't make the payments, skip the payments, long so long, had to get this nigga to ride on, but they let that nigga call on brakes, you feel me? And he had this I'm gifting just like it. No, we got to break stop, the man. Job. It's not a good look. With that keeping up <laughs> the dome foolishness. Yeah. But what I'm saying earlier is that, you know, I think the majority of Americans see the American dream, the majority of Americans see the American dream as they did before. You go to college, you get a good job, you get a family, you make some money, buy a house, 
and you pass away. I think that's what the majority of Americans still believe it to be. But I think we need to start transforming that and finding our own, finding out what our own American dream is and making that happen. And I think we also need to start making sure we, you know, like we, like like what dude said was, you know, putting yourself in a position that you can pass stuff off to your kids. And I had to think to myself oh, yeah. recently, Absolutely. you know, like, you know, you're not in a great place. You know, you're not where you want to be, but what are you going to do about it? So I need to start doing yeah. something about it. And I'm going to try to start doing something about it because I want to put him in a position where he doesn't have to want for nothing. You know, uh, I hadn't read it myself, but, you know, when, like, when Trump, you know, got out in the world, okay, his dad passed him, what, a, what, a million dollars? Like, he had a million dollars? Yeah. He had a million dollars you know, and all his lawyers and all his contacts and all his co- business connections. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, right, just, he had an it edge. wasn't just the money. He had yeah. an edge and, and our children yeah. don't have it. Our children don't have it. Yeah. And we need to put them in a position so they do have it. Indeed. But how do we do that though? That's the thing. We've been we've been having this debate literally for decades, you feel me? It's that, unity, man. We all know that, that we all know it's unity. It's unity, but we don't trust each other because we don't want to let the next man to be standing harder than us. You know what I'm saying? You got to start small and do little things and practice. You know what I'm saying? If we can't change our mentality, then what? We have to change our mentality for that to happen. Right. You know, you're right. Like, you don't see too many people like... I know, like, too many people in our parents' generation where they was like, you know what, son, I'm going to go ahead and retire, take this, and you run with it. Like, the mentality of our parents' generation has always been, like, well, I made it on my own. Go ahead and do your thing. I didn't have no help. You don't need no help neither. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying that's all of our parents, but that that generation. And so we have to switch our that whole methodology and thinking because if we pay attention to what's been going on for years, for generations, we could see proper that, yeah, in those, I know I went to high school with a lot of cats and their parents was like rich or whatever, like white cats. And, you know, they, they was doing their thing. And like by the time I'm getting out of college, then, you know, I go back home and, Shit, oh boy, he running his dad law firm. Like what the fuck? Wow, shit. Yeah. That's that's yeah. how it goes. Yeah. We yeah. have to realize that. Absolutely. I mean, I'm gonna tell you, like, my dad told me he was watching the news one day and it was a senator on T V and this was during the um the the housing crisis. And this is a uh example about how different the um the uh, economic divide makes the out the outlook of the people. Uh. So the senators on there and they're discussing, you know, the economic situation of the country. And he was like, if I was only making four thousand dollars a month, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay my mortgage either. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, <laughs> most people in the country not making four thousand dollars a month, and they making their mortgage payments. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's how crazy this whole thing is. Like they live in a different universe. You know what I'm saying? Right. You just cattle. We just cattle and numbers that they deal with. It's, it's like a business. They don't. They not worry about our lives, man. We have to do that. Exactly. You know. 
Yeah. Oh, by That's the way, this Trump, this Trump Russia shit, man. Y'all think it's something really there, or is it just is it quote unquote fake news? I couldn't care less. Honestly, I couldn't. I couldn't give two fucks about this entire situation. This shit is all like anything that comes on TV. I I treat this shit like it's theatrics. And oh, man. like I don't watch. I don't really watch TV like that. So anything that they're talking about Trump and Russia or whatever the fuck. If he had a meeting with Russians, if he had a fucking orgy with Russia, I could care less. It doesn't affect anything. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't affect anything that's going on with, with my life or people like me's life. Like, no matter what, even if it comes out that this nigga had meetings with, like, Russian hackers and was like, yo, fuck this bitch campaign up, and that whole shit leaks. He's still gonna be president. Like, that's just <laughs> what it is. So I think it's. I think it's. I, I have to. I have to argue. I think it's very important to watch this. Uh, the reason why I say that is because number one, we should understand by looking at the situation exactly how racist this country is. Now, if you look at the presidency of, of, of Barack Obama and all the shit they put on that man. And he was spectacular as a president. Now, that ain't that ain't saying I agree with everything that he did, because I I don't. But if you look at him in comparison to the person that they have hired to be the president of the United States now, it's very obvious that Obama would not have gotten the leeway to be in nowhere near this situation. Uh. You know what I'm saying? Now, I say it's important because they can't really do nothing to the man. Now, if they... Okay, so you got two options. Number one, you can ignore the shit that was going on with Russia and just let him be the president, which he's not qualified to be. <laughs> so he's going to fuck up the country in some way or another. Multiple or, ways. <laughs> yeah, multiple ways. Or you can impeach the man, which he's deserving of, but they, they, they really don't know how to do it. But if they but impeach him, it's going to be millions of gun-toting, racist, aggravated <laughs> assholes in the country ready to shoot up some shit. Ain't gonna get shit done. And that's, that's real. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's very dangerous right now. Yeah, true indeed. But, like, what you have to realize, big brother, I, I do respect your, that entire opinion. But I'm going to say as much as I can without somebody wanting to kill me after I finish talking. Um, no, no. <laughs> nah, like, the type of shit that I, that I read on in the research, like, they don't want the vast majority of the public to know. So I'm gonna shut like I'm gonna say a little bit and I'm gonna shut the fuck up. But like the point of the matter is like Trump is in office for a reason. Like that's like I said, like everything that you see on television, that's like a big ass soap opera. Yeah. We talked last week we talked last week about how music controls your your brain. The same yeah. thing about television. So anything that they put on television is going to control the way people think. And if you put like some ignorant ass tirading dude on TV 
like instilling pride, I suppose, back in Europeans' minds after they felt, I guess, disadvantaged for eight years. Then yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna be bucked behind this dude. I don't care if he takes a shit on the podium on live TV. They gonna back that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like. They they gonna back him because he's one of them. They're they're happy to see themselves. Yeah, that's just what it is. But but you don't you don't I think, think it's actually very dangerous for them to to mishandle the situation in front of the people though. But you have to ask yourself this question: Is he mishandling the situations, or are the people that's handling him directing the show perfectly? Yeah, I ain't, I'm not saying it's not being done for a reason. I'm just saying, understand what you're looking at. Like, like we don't, we we're not even thinking about the fact that there's millions of very violent people waiting on these people to actually get him out of office or or whatever. If you're looking at, if you look at like the rallies that he was having or whatever, how violent the people were. Hey. You know what I'm saying? If these yeah. people get to this man or the man is killed or whatever, what happens, you know what I'm saying, to those people? And where are they going to direct their anger? You know what I'm saying? They got people killing black people for no reason now. And how much of that is going to go on until before somebody pop back? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, yeah, this is, this is not, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a time where we can just be like killing. You know what I'm saying? And this is one of the, this is one of the points that I've argued on for the past, I don't know, damn near 20 years, that we have to get out of this mentality of let's hold hands with our enemy and pray about it. Like, we have to stop this shit. Like, every time one of us gets killed, they wife or they mama get on TV and they're like, oh, we forgive him and we gonna pray for him, Lord Jesus, yeah. all this bullshit. And yeah. meanwhile, the rest of the country is looking at it like, okay, we can keep killing these niggas, and there's no repercussion behind it. Like, right. if I, for, I forgot who said it, but somebody said like, you know, if two of them got killed every time one of us got killed, that'll stop yeah. shit overnight. Oh yeah. yeah, that'll stop shit overnight. And what we have to stop doing is stop being so damn docile. Like, as a people, so-called black people are way more spiritual. So, as we hey, are hold that thought, Bridget, real quick. Got a new caller on the line. Um, new caller, say your name. Where you calling from, fam? Garrett DeGar from South Carolina. Oh, what's up, fam? What's going on? Hey, Garrett. Yo. Hey. All right, my bad, bitch. Sorry, I got off so late, homies. Oh, you good? It's all good. But... As I was saying, man, like, we as so-called black people, we're more spiritual. So we have way more, we have way more vibes popping off within our souls. We have a conscience. But what we are dealing with is a people that they're, they're built for war. And they don't give a fuck. So us sitting here saying that, oh, we're going to pray for this person. Because he killed my what my father or my son or my husband or whatever. Like us saying that that's slowing down everything because that directs the mentality of the rest of the country. 
the rest of the country is saying, well, if they ain't mad, I can't be mad for them. And yeah. I'm going to just let it be. But we have you know what really brings a negative personality into that, though? For, to be real? The negative personality comes from what you just said. Us as black people are more spiritual. You putting a fucking race to it right there. Ain't no even got to be about that. It and I knew, like, honestly, that. Garrett, uh, honestly, Garrett, I'm glad that you brought yourself in here. Like, you have, honest, re- respectfully, you have no idea what you're talking about. Like, basically, I mean, I got a little bit of an idea. You, you, you have, you have one perspective of what you're talking about. I have every perspective of what I'm talking about. I'm you not just getting on here. I'm not getting on here just spitting off rhetoric, just unfounded. It's not based on my research. This is not based on anything but what I know. Uh, this is what I know. And I know that you like to interject and say things like like putting race into it. But that's what it is. This is what like, I see in this day and day day and day yeah, out, man. That's, that's just what I that's see. That's what you I mean, that's what you see, my man. But the fact of the matter is, like what we our struggles are different. And I, I get you. Like you're 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 kind of on this, let's stop seeing race and everything is everything. It's supposed to be beautiful kumbaya. Yeah, I feel you, right? No, fuck the kumbaya and, shit because nah, it ain't real. Uh, and listen, what I'm saying is this. Like, the ideal would be for everybody to get together and be peaceful. But I argue that so-called black people cannot call themselves uniting with any group of people before they unite with themselves. Well, that's just like me saying that I can't be for my daughter until I am for myself. And uh, my daughter's white, I'm white. That's the same fucking thing that you're saying. I can't treat my daughter right right until I treat myself right. In actuality, that's what what you're saying. In actuality, what you said is exactly true. It's it's exactly true. What you're saying is it has nothing like, to do with I, color. That just, that's just at the end of the day, that's just and, and, the and, and black it does and white have everything it. to do with color. Garrett, you know why it has everything to do with color? It's because, like, because, do you know what racism truly is? I mean, me not being a racist, I don't, I mean, because no, no, I don't no. really see Answer my question. Answer friends. my question. Don't, no, don't dodge. Don't misdirect. Do you, do you know, know what racism what truly is? is? Yes, yes, I know what racism truly is. Racism is the fucking hate of one man's color because it is not your own. And now I'm going to say this from now, my perspective. You I will be able to have, I, I will have sex with you black women. But there is prejudice. a certain level you of just now describe like, prejudice. You did not describe what racism truly is. What racism truly is, is prejudice plus power. That's what racism is. Prejudice like, plus power? I... I I can have all the prejudice in the world against every white person on this planet, but I don't have the power to legitimately affect their lives. What so-called white supremacy does have, it's I disagree with you, man. No, I don't. That's that's fine. That's fine. But what I'm telling you is this: like what actual racism is. Doesn't have any effect. Don't make it any more less, any more or less racist. And again, you're not understanding. No, I am not racist. It's not capable of me as a so-called black man to have any racist. Like, I can be prejudiced. I can, I can be prejudiced, but I can't be a racist because my prejudice does not carry power. Do you know what power is? 
my opinion of somebody. Oh, I know what power is. Trust me. Okay, okay, but my, my opinion on somebody power. just just because of the color of their skin. I can affect everything. I can affect if they get a job or not. I can affect if they get the house that they want to live in or not. I can affect whether they get the car that they want to buy. I can affect whether their children get into school. I can affect everything with that one prejudice. All right, well, now that's, that's, that's the reason... That's the reason that there are multiple school systems set up to where there are certain school systems will fucking use racism to fucking keep certain people out. But there are multiple school systems that run on the same basis and they teach kids the same thing in order, no matter where you live in this world, you can get your kids into the right system to teach them the right thing. Now, I believe in homeschooling because honestly, fuck the school system altogether. It's fucked. I agree with you there. I do agree with you. Like the rest of the institutions in the country. Yeah, they're right. fucked. Fuck them. Fuck Teach your kid from what you know because you seem to be an intelligent motherfucker. You shouldn't have to deal with these fucking, uh, you know, these what you call racist authorities that are charging your kid with being this color or being that color and keeping them from an education. You keep, you teach them that education. You give them and that you're education. Absolutely that's on right. you. You're absolutely right. And that's what I do on a daily. You feel me? Like, I okay. don't sit there and leave my children to be educated by my enemy. Brother Malcolm said it best. Only a fool, only a fool would allow his enemy to educate his children. And no, okay. I don't let my enemy educate my children. You feel me? Now, wait, let me ask you a question. Listen, let me ask you a question, man. We, we talking about enemies. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people that, you know, uh, would consider themselves woke, and I'm not talking about you in particular, but I'm saying a lot of people that will say they woke or whatever, they didn't read a couple books or whatever, they feeling themselves, they'll talk about the enemy, and they talking about white people, right? But what about the internal enemy? Because our problem is not white people. It's not. Hey, you know what? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Without a doubt. I hate you about that. Without a doubt, brother. You know what I'm saying? And 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 the fact that we've left on to all this weakness that we maintain. You know what I'm right. saying? So yes, we have the ability to say white people did X, Y, and Z. And yes, they did. You know what I'm saying? And yes, even the people that are white today who enjoy the privileges that they are not even aware of have a responsibility that even they don't they're not aware of it. You know what I'm saying? But we right. also have a responsibility once we become quote unquote woke to say, we can talk about dealing with an external enemy, but how about we deal with the motherfucker in the mirror first? Because that's the exactly what we need to deal with. We need to deal with the people that look like us, but don't oh, have the same. How many times me and you been riding around in the car? Just me and you. You know, and we've been doing some sketchy shit that if we saw blue lights, it wasn't just me or you freaked out. It was both of us in the same position. Right. Like, oh fuck. You know, it had nothing to do with color. It was just like, oh, we did something wrong. We should fucking face the circumstances, you know, the consequence. Now, the consequence don't necessarily fit the jurisdiction and the color of which the jurisdiction is in. But yet, we fucking deal with that on a day-to-day basis. That's why you got to upraise and you got to be smarter. And that's what the whole point is, is, you know, yes, there is going to be those things that you were challenged with. Be smarter than that. Be the one that fucking steps above and fucking takes the place above all the rest. Fuck all this fucking racist bullshit that's going on. 
Step up, use your own intelligence, which I know you have, and use it to keep yourself away from the fucking mainstream bullshit. Yeah, it's almost agree. inescapable, though. Yeah, I was about to say, exactly. I, mean, I had a conversation it's, it's, with my... It's, 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 go ahead, go ahead, Fees. No, I had a conversation with my homeboy the other day, and um, we were talking about race and shit. And I don't know, he's, he's, he's talking about something, but I, I made a comment that white superiority, like, you know, the system, it is what it is. But black expediency is the issue, too. Like, 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 like y'all was saying, like, we got to look in the mirror, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if, we, if we ain't like, like, like-minded and doing business with each other, you know what I mean? And building with each other in a real way, like other groups do. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get on the same page. Omar, black or white superiority, did you not see how many of your white homeboys would take your fucking back no matter what, live or die? Not, I'm not saying there's no exceptions to the rule. You know what I mean? I'm, I, but don't lose the forest for the trees. You know what I mean? Right. right, and that's a small number. That's a small number. Yeah, he probably has a lot of white friends that have his back, but that's a small number in the wide scheme of things. Me being a white person and having a black man's back, I could get the rest of the group and numbers of white people on my side by just speaking the way that I want to speak. And just telling them intelligence and fucking speaking over their fucking stupidity. Martin Luther King, white people have been doing that. And it's still racism. I mean, don't don't get me wrong, you know what I'm saying? Continue your fight for it, but at the end of the day, racism is gonna be racism. Mm. I think you're continuing it with to just saying things like that. I'm, I'm telling it, the truth. I'm not continuing it's anything. It is. I'm, I'm, it's there. I, I look at I'm it every saying, day when I go to court. What, what is you already there? It's not that I'm continuing it. I got a white grandma. You know what I'm saying? You're only fueling the fire I'm not fueling anything what it is. No, but Gary, this conversation right here is very needed. And the point of the conversation is not to say that you're the the enemy. It's not that you are the enemy. I don't think it's I'm the enemy. Trust me, I don't think that. So, so I'm, I'm just, I'm telling you, I'm telling you from me personally, man, I'm telling you, I got white homeboys, you know what I'm saying? If they get some shit, we all scuffling. That's not the point. The point is we live in a system. We live in a world that has been built We're on, you know what I'm saying? There's it's been multiple built systems to live in. It's all, all kind of systems. Move around. You look Fucking at how the systems extra, work. You know, extra dice yourself a little bit. Check out the world for what it has to move off. around the system. You know what I'm saying? You got to work in a corporate environment. You can't just you move around the system. You don't have to. You can. And you can you don't have to, to, but you got to have money. All right. Money. All right. You know what I'm saying? All right. Hold on. 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 Okay. Just me sitting and listening for the last five minutes. This is the observation I'm making. And the mindset that's going on here. And Garrett, try your best to be quiet while I'm talking. Like, what I notice is this. What I notice is this. Like, you have this mentality of entitlement. And that mentality of entitlement comes along with certain benefits that have come to you and have been afforded to you all of your life. That is the system that we're talking about. And I say that, I say that because, like, yeah, you, you may have your opinions, your everything, but I notice that every two words that somebody speaks, 
I'm not insulting you. I'm I'm calling you fact. Are. I'm calling fact. If fact insults you, you ain't I'm so sorry for you. No, what I'm telling you is your mentality, and your mentality is shaped from somewhere. This mentality did not come about just overnight. Like you've been that way slowly but surely your whole life, where you interrupt people while they're talking. And that yeah. tells me that you do have a certain degree of entitlement. That's all I'm yeah, telling you. Disagree. I mean, hey, we can agree to disagree, but anybody listening to this after we finish recording will hear what I just you I don't speak. think of my 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 interjections and my like form of entitlement from you know, interrupting being from a racial standpoint. It comes from an intellectual standpoint. And that's the and thing. You're not I that might intellectual. think I'm more intelligent than some people. Yes. You you may think that, but it's not fact. Okay. Not to insult you again. Not to insult you. But no, you're not more intelligent than some people because every time you speak you always have some very, very incorrect knowledge hey, that you're putting out there. Hey, Bishop, and I'm this also real young, quick. so I'm learning uh, from you, and I appreciate people like you, Bishop, for it's telling me things like that. that. Now, see, that's hey, just a Both of y'all talk about a P. You know what I'm saying? I'm just my, my whole point is we live in we live in a society that we know we didn't think. You know, and we live yeah. with the consequences of that society, of this system. Now, the, the yeah. outcomes that we're getting out of this system are not mistakes. You know what I'm saying? We got a pipeline right. that's going from elementary school to middle school to high school. To, yeah. And we see people getting going to prison in droves. That's not a mistake. You know what I'm well, saying? We see people going out into the, the world and less jobs available that can maintain families than is able to actually maintain the, the nation's family. That's not a mistake. You know right. what I'm saying? If you got all the money going up, and then people got to fight and say, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you ain't being responsible. You ain't working hard enough. These things, it's really impressive how they've been able to evolve a system of slavery into a situation where people think they're free and they're not. Right. Have you never heard exactly. of a pyramid scheme? I mean, you can call it whatever you want to. You know what I'm saying? You can call it whatever you want to. Yeah, you can call it whatever you want to, but now the the thing that 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 people don't get a lot of a lot of people that will call themselves Republicans, you know, a lot of those people are poor. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they have the mentality to say that we're on the other side, we're working for freedom and blah blah blah. But if you look at the system, all they did was make it so that they they, they widened slavery so that it engaged white people too. So now you're in the same situation I mean. You know what I'm saying? We all out here trying to hustle to get it. And it's always, you know what I'm saying? It's always easier to get into debt than it is to get cash. It's always easier, you know what I'm saying, to rent than it is to own. It's always easier, you know what I'm saying? It's made in such a way that trickle up is really what's going on. It's not the trickle down economy. It's the trickle up economy where you create value, but then the value goes up. And they got ways of keeping it up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So it's, it's about power, man. Racism really hey, ain't Omar, about the Omar. fact that somebody hates Yo. black people. They Racism is about how do we maintain power. Oh, all right, what's you up, know what Bob? I'm saying? Say what well, one thing I want to say. Don't be afraid. 
Huh? I was telling telling pops, you know what I mean. You got to project. Don't, don't don't be scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was saying hello. I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> a word. Good, well, good to hear from Now, this is who I grew up with, too, by the way, just so y'all know. Like, the racism from on racism, I never felt that in my life. So, what's that we're talking about? Yeah, as a, as a time being, as Bishop, explain what you were arguing with me or what we were debating about. Oh, you're talking to me? Okay. Well, it wasn't really a debate. Like, what we're talking about. <laughs> Is about like the whole ideal of racism. Like, truth be told, like race wasn't invented until sometime in the 17, 1800s. That's when the ideal of race was invented, and the reason why race was invented is so that the power elites could have an army to have their back that would identify with them. What we are is a tribal people, and if we Go to a person With a different ideal What we have to do is first Identify, make them identify With us And if we don't, they're going to automatically Go into defense mode So what they knew was Okay, these people that happen to look Like us, we're going to come up with A thing called race And make it seem like, well you know guy I'm, You're just like me Yeah, I might have a quadrillion dollars I might have that And you might not know Where you're having Your next meal But you look just like me So we can call ourselves This name And just like that They developed an army Because they got into their heads And my argument Yeah It's not really about race It is However About going at the people Behind the curtain And While we're busy Arguing about race, the people that are behind the curtain are just pulling the strings like dance, yeah. Puppet, dance. Yeah, yeah. you know that's, that's right. why Garrett. That's why Garrett. I'm trying to get you to listen to what I'm telling you, because I'm you're listening. busy on trying. You're busy on trying to defend the fact that you know we need to put race behind blah blah blah. Yeah, I agree with that. But we also, as so-called black people, need to stop the bullshit and eliminate. The enemy. I always say all skin folk ain't kin folk, and that's what yeah. it is. And we need to start recognizing that and get rid of the motherfuckers that are counterproductive in our own communities. Like the motherfucker, like back in my day, back in my day, like a motherfucker couldn't just come in somebody's neighborhood and just bust off. If that happened, just they would find way. out who the motherfucker is. No, no, try to listen. Like if that did happen. Somebody would go to that person. They would find out who he is, go to his parents, and tell them, look, tell your child to get the fuck out of town by tonight. Uh. And if he wasn't out of town by that night, by the next morning, he's dead. We don't have that no more. We don't have OGs no more. We don't, we don't have OGs that will lay down repercussions for stupid-ass actions. Therefore, so you, where I'm you at now, appreciate gangs and what they what they initiate. What they were initiated for, yeah. What they were initiated for, yes, I do appreciate. I don't call them gangs. Speaking. To have an yes, elder speak. I don't. They, we, like, we call we, them gangs we now. Never, there was something before that. Yeah, like we never identified ourselves as a gang. Yeah, I'm Nickerson Garden, Bonnie, Bonnie on a watch. But yeah, we never, ever called ourselves a gang. We were always a tribe. Period. Uh, 
and every time we went to the BI, it was a tribe. You feel me? So, no, it's not about, yo, we're going to kill this nigga because he's whatever. Nah, we're trying to protect our neighborhood. Right. That's what it was about. Nowadays, Dude, I can't really see going with the fucking signs and wearing colors, though. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I respect that, um, Bishop. I respect that, but we also got to understand we were doing ignorant shit too now. Cause I mean, I mean for real. Let's be honest now. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of this gang shit now is just fronts for motherfuckers to get dope off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? And and people want to live a certain type of lifestyle, what they think they they want to live or whatever. But back in yeah, the day, you had, you had your little people in your neighborhood, whatever. Y'all was rolling together, whatever. I mean, you doing good, doing bad, whatever. But it was also ignorance there, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people did ignorant shit, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Yeah, like, a lot happened. A lot happened in the late 80s, early 90s. Where yeah. a lot of the, the leadership... The drug, the drug game is what, what fucked the whole thing up. Let's keep it above. Yeah, it did. Crack change the whole but that was that, that was by design too. That was by design also. Fucking machine. Goddamn. They got well, that. Our demise was by design. Like design is only meant for people to buy into. It's not meant to just be sold with no buyers. In the you had the fifties, the sixties, and the seventies where people was becoming active. People was getting tired of the nonviolent movement. People was fed up, and there was a certain yeah. amount of knowledge in the community that said, "Man, we gonna get together and we gonna be straight, regardless of what the fuck going on." Then you start right. seeing heroin come up in, in a large amounts. Then you start seeing cocaine come out. Then you see crack come out in large amounts in black communities. Like we got planes and boats that go to Panama and fucking Colombia. We don't have that mm-hmm. shit. You know what right. I'm saying? If you go and look back at the at, at the time, there were things like at Iran Contra, you know what I'm saying? There are people on tape saying that, you know, I used to fly CIA planes from, you know what I'm saying, Colombia up to California, all this type of shit. We have to know well, I'm a 90s that baby, our fucking so government is not the you fucking... You have to holler at my pulse about that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of shit that, that happened where, you know, everybody wants to the, 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 the flag, red, white, and blue, and be proud of their country. <laughs> But if you look around, man, we done did a lot of shady fucking shit as a country. You know what I'm saying? Think about what we did with Noriega, I should tell y'all. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's endless. I mean, if we was to go down the list, man, it's it's endless. You know what I'm saying? If we was to do, if people were to do shit to our country, the way we do shit to their country, we wouldn't have it. You know what I'm saying? We would not have the shit. And a lot of times it's about power and money. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's your where did manifest destination come from? Manifest destiny, man. Come on, man. We going back a long yeah, way with that. And, and, and once again, black people ain't got nothing it, to it, do with it's that. It's a term that is brought amongst brought amongst many years. Hey, everybody, I love Hello, hello. What's up, bro? Pick up, pick up. It's yo, 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 yo. It's A N T O N I O. Living life to the fullest today, and you know, July, July, summertime, and I'm talking about ubiquity. Ubiquity is oh, the word oh. for the day. Holla at your boy, Roy, okay. because we right. are here. We are here. Our radio is here, there, and it's going to be everywhere. Oh, so let's do yeah, ubiquity yeah. today. How you living? How you living, everybody? One love, one love. What's going on out there? Hey, man, what's up, bro? 
One love, one love, man. One love, one love, one love. Just now getting out of this AA meeting, and it was two devil worshipers that spoke. Uh-huh. So, you know, I had to kind of, like, hold my tongue. But it's just amazing how <laughs> it seems like people cannot believe in God, and they still are profitable out there. How the hell does that exist? It makes you wonder what really is going on that's out there in the world. And it usually is prominent uh, Caucasians, and I'm not trying to be prejudiced or anything like that, but these guys can go 30 years and work a job and be drunks and drug addicts and, and, and slip up and never get fired, but a man of color, don't let him get that, man. He's going to get thrown on the bus. I just felt a right. certain kind of type of way today just want to get off my chest, but at the end of the day, it is your choice. It is your choice. Everybody in the room loves God and believes in God? Yes, I struggle with that. You know what I mean? Yes, now I deal with a father that believes in God, but I do not yeah. myself have a religion. Yeah, religion is not God. Religion is not God. We know God that. God ain't got nothing to do with religion, bro. God ain't got nothing to do. That's man. Religion is man. That's what we call dogmas to those that are like initiated. Yeah, God ain't got. I've lived long enough to know that I fear God. Uh, I fear them. God. Too many things have happened in my life that if I, God wasn't there, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, but you look, nothing about my that. father who I, I sometimes argue with a lot, but mm-hmm. I, I have certain respect for him. I wouldn't say if it was true. I mean, I think I think the the key to that whole conversation is what what do you think what do you think about when you talk about the word God? Because the word God is a word. I think it's man made. What is the what is the what is the substance behind that? I don't think God is a magician. True that. True that. True that. True that. You know what I'm saying? I've got I've got other things in my life that uh, no human being could have saved me, and it had to be Mm. the intervention of a higher power. My dad tells me to yeah. pray to God all the time, and I just don't believe in praying to God. And that's why like I say ubiquity today. To. That's why I say ubiquity today, because God has many uh, attributes out there. You understand? So it's like you got to have an umbrella effect, because that's just dumbing it down for us humans. You know what I mean? You can't. You sometimes you got to dumb things down so people can comprehend, at least grasp for the first initiation. It's just like um, going into first grade. You got to go to first grade to get to twelfth grade. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. And before then, yeah. you got to go to kindergarten to get a, a, acclimated to what it is to use a pencil, a coloring, or try to get your reading down. So to acknowledge yeah. the insight of a whole other world upon worlds that we have no idea to comprehend, you got to acknowledge what G.O.D. is. And you break it down to whatever you want to manifest, but at the end of the day, it's something powerful to me. It's something powerful to man at the end of the day. And it comes down to faith, yes. I mean, nobody's seen God, but it, it comes down to you have faith, and faith is, is something Ooh, you have yes. to put your heart into. You ain't seen air neither, but you don't want that shit to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's real talk right there. <laughs> it is. Okay. Oh, so I'm, on that, I wanted yeah, to uh, add this real quick. Me. I know a lot last podcast, you, you, you were saying, like, we need to study. You know what I mean? So I was going to ask you, like, what, what kind of books would you recommend, you know, for niggas who want to goddamn dig a little deeper and, you know, try to get the knowledge? And the you know, my favorite uh, book to study is um, probably one of our all-time favorite martial artists, Bruce Lee. Woo! Get out Bro. of here. Yeah, I heard he, he, um, he, he already wrote a great book, yeah. I didn't even know he wrote a book. His autobiography <laughs> speaks a lot about what he believes in, or the reason mm-hmm. why he did what he did. And why his style of martial arts is different than anybody else's. 
Mm. One reason is because it was actually a style of dance. It was never meant as martial arts. He con- he comprehended it and changed it into a style of fighting. Mm. It was actually That's a right. style of dance taught by a woman. Oh, wow. Word, word. I don't know yeah, about that. I'm going to have to contest that because I've seen his... The one that taught him the master of his of his of, of the father of his craft, and it was not a woman. Yep. You know his uh, his his craft. His I, I, I'm just based based on what I have. I haven't read the book, but what I had what I what I have seen as far as like it was a form of a defensive type of kung fu, where it was like more of a movement and swift and, and, and speed, and not more the of a sense of power. power. Yeah, as in Wing Chun. That's Wing what you're talking about. Yes, that's who is. Bruce Lee's teacher was not a woman. Bruce Lee's teacher. No, Bruce was Lee's a man teacher named... was not a woman, but the style of martial arts well, which his teacher taught was that... taught by a woman in a form of dance known as Wing Chun. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's what be, that that's what... be that as it may, be that as it may. Yeah, he it went Jikundo was derived from a certain rhythm. Jikundo is his own. Yeah. And that was derived from Wen Chung. Mm. Is all it all has predecessors. All right, 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 right. Bruce Bruce Lee was nothing more than a Kobe to a, a, a Michael Jordan. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. He was, Funk he was just a, tell him about the Funk person. He was just a person that he took what he learned and he improvised mm. on what he learned. Right, now, right, to right. Answer, fees to answer your question. Yeah. Not to mention they sped up the film a lot. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely have to. They have to make it interesting. Yeah, but to answer your question, man, like it all depends on who you are and what you're trying to learn. If you're somebody that's fighting fighting the same struggle as me, Mm -hmm. I would definitely I would definitely recommend the Medu Netter. By Ooh. Raul and for our men, I would yeah. recommend volumes volumes one through three. I would uh-huh. definitely recommend those. Um, you said the metal letter. The metuna, it's actually pronounced metunater. It's spelled M E T U N E T E R. Is that, is that based with Kemet? Is that based with Kemet? The Kemet philosophy? Indeed. Okay, true indeed. True indeed. While I'm talking about like that, like the whole Kemet philosophy, all of that is the same as every other African spiritual system. All mm. of it's just different names. They call right. their gods. They call their gods Loas or Orifes. Mm. They call. I'm sorry. They call their gods Netchers. And mm. Netchers, Netchers. Yeah. Like people, people in like Voodoo, like Haitian Voodoo, they call them. Like Lois and people mm. where like my neck of the woods, my neck of the woods is Yoruba and Yoruba, Yoruba just call them Orishas. They're the same Ooh. things. Drop it. Drop all the knowledge. Can, Drop the knowledge. All, all of them can be juxtaposed into the same system. And if mm. you take it back even further, like that's where the ideal of Christianity came from, because what. A man named Emperor Constantine did in the year 325. He knew that all the places that he had rule over, they believed in different gods. So he, uh-huh. in turn, just said, "Okay, we're gonna come together. 
and we're gonna make all of this, all of these gods, we're gonna make them into one umbrella religion. And that happened at something called the Council of Nicaea. And once they mm. did that, they yes, came sir. out with a book called. They ended up calling it the Holy Bible. The and Holy Bible. The Holy, and the Holy Bible is derived. It's pretty much a lot of what's on the walls in Egypt, or now what's now called Egypt. What we identify with as Christ, not to step on anybody's toes, but what mm-hmm. we identify with is called Christ was which is a crystal, which is a crystals, which is means the anointing before, indeed, but before crystals, that was all taken from who they called Heru. And Heru Ooh. was the son of Asar and Aset. Mm, yes, sir. And this was thousands of years before what they call Christ was invented. And I say yes, invented because the name itself was invented. The letter J in its song right didn't come about till about six to seven hundred years ago. So his name couldn't have been Jesus. But so what to you, Bishop, does the word lore mean? Lore? Mm. Lore just is pretty much just stories handed down from one person to another. Okay, so yeah, exactly. Oh, that's it. So I missed the title of the first book. Uh, the Metaphysics. No, no, the first book that we talked about was the autobiography of Bruce Lee. Right. The autobiography? Right, autobiography of Bruce, Bruce Lee. A book that I uh, transcribed to every brother should read is the autobiography of Malcolm X. Of course. I think that, I that's one of the most popular books. I hope everybody did that already. Yeah, I'm about to say, where? Yeah, yeah, I was really yeah, if you haven't read it, you need to read it. And that's just manifestation of transcendental meditation because you see... Uh, a man transformed from Malcolm Little to Big Red to Malcolm X to Haji Malik Shabazz. So you see right. someone that goes to mad, mad elevations and mad, um, mad transformations and, and, and evolving. He probably evolved in the face of our era that we was able to comprehend. I've never seen a man evolve like that, you know, and to you be able to go from zero to 100 in, in his own lifetime. That and, and you know, that was just, that, that, that's just a great story. My question is, y'all, turn, y'all believe in turning the other cheek? No. Absolutely turning the other not, cheek? Man. Fuck Thank no, you. I don't believe in turning the other cheek. Me neither. So, I turn the other cheek, but I only got two cheeks. I think turning the other cheek is basically turning the other cheek is basically you know processing what don't react, don't react. Yeah. You know animals react. Men, exactly. men, men who are conscious process things. You know what I mean? It's not like somebody that it's like it's basically a metaphor was that you need to process before you make a move. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. I'm somebody that that has suffered through you know um, the abuse of alcohol, the abuse of drugs. Where I, I reacted because I was up under influence and I was unconscious yeah. and I was uh, I was in a fog. And if you've yeah. ever been smashed or comatose, you find yourself outside of your box and you're doing things that you normally wouldn't do because you're reacting, you're being led because you're up under a chemical influence and your conscious is not able to bear it because you're not strong enough. But yeah, yeah, you know, you know, it's like so things are constantly smacking you every day. And some people react, just like you find people, um, I think Max B. I seen big up to Max B. He got his sentence reduced down from 75 years to 20 years. And that's the guy that uh, created the wave uh, hip-hop movement. 
but he, you know, you get caught up in the situation. You react and you're probably gonna look at uh, Tax Stone, big up to the podcast. Uh, yeah. Tax Stone. That pulled the cat out there. And look what Tax Stone is going on, because he reacted. And this is like he's in a position of power, but he's still living unconsciously. So when you yeah. get caught up in a situation and something smack you, you automatically react. And then now you gotta deal with the, the, the forces that be. So, you know, right. that's, that's my manifestation of that. Yo, I got, I got, uh, yeah, coming from a, coming from a nigga that saw this type of shit at the moment, um, <laughs> I'm the type of dude that's buying cigarettes as organic vegetables, so, oh, that's, shit. that's, uh, that's just the back, the backdrop, but, uh, I read, I read something called, uh, the Celestine Prophecies, mm, and, yeah, uh, that shit, shit. yeah, I mean, the thing about that, that resonates with me is, once we get out of our own way, in our own mind, mm-hmm. we can allow ourselves to see what our paths are supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's all about the energy that you bring to whatever the situation is that you you walking right. into. So, you know, it's, at, at, at some point, we got to understand that it ain't just about what we want to do because half the time we get what we want and we don't want it no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so allowing a higher consciousness to kind of move in you, mm-hmm. through you, um, you know, I think it's a good book to kind of to kind of uh, give you um, encouragement on that type of path. Right. And what's that book again? The Celestine Prophecy. Yeah. Seventeen prophecies. Seventeen prophecies. I like C E L E S T I N E. Celestine. Philistine. Philistine prophecy. C E L E. S T I N E, Celestine. Okay, okay, okay. Do y'all believe in prophecies? Yeah. One. I mean, yeah, if you think a prophecy and you go out tomorrow and make it happen, is it a prophecy? <laughs> no, that's, that, that, that's, that's not a cipher. I'm talking about a prophecy as far as, like, you know, my brother was talking about how the Bible was transpired and things of that nature. But they link the New Testament to the Old Testament because they say that Isaiah, Abraham, them, and all these people were speaking upon a Christ and that they, they, they utilized that insight that these people were being led or being, you know, led by a higher spirit that put something on their heart that they wrote down. And, and it came to manifest. Because that was my turn was today was manifesting. You know what I mean? When right. you manifest something, you, you get a you get a you get a thought that comes to you in right. your soul and then you put it out there. But you may not be able to bear witness to it. You may not be able to see the fulfillment of it, but a hundred right. thousand years later the fulfillment comes. Just like, you know, in black slavery when they was told that uh the crossing uh, after slavery that if they went up to Chicago that was just like the people crossing over the Nile River you know into the promised land so people base history you know based on their circumstances and they use that to elevate them in their mind state which I I think about that situation as far as prophecy I mean I I want to believe in it but at the end of the day I never really know so I don't I don't think about it too much you feel me (laughs) <laughs> like everything, everything is spin. Like all this shit is flimsy. Like I believe Dave Chappelle said it at one point. And I believe that. Like there's so many things that's veiled, layered, systematic. This shit that right. I got too much real shit to worry about than that. You feel me? Like respectfully. Like I just can't, can't get there with. Well, it. But like you said, you said real just now. What is what is real? Yeah, what is your what is real? Break that down, brother. Break down your definition of real. I mean, really real, real is that damn. 
making sure I'm alive, my family's well, my kids are well, and I'm working to maintain that or build on that. Anything outside of that, I don't really give a fuck about too much. A lady so, said the other day when I was shopping in Raw that she seen an alien ship. Is that real? Was it real to her? Would, would it be real to somebody else that she expounded to? Real is, hey, just, real is just a reflection of what you truly believe. If it's real to her, that's good enough for me. You know what I mean? I can't my worry man, about that. My man, my man. That's true, that's true. You're yeah. not questioning. You're not questioning. We're not here to question. Like, I similar to how Bishop feels about Trump. You know what I mean? I, I really don't care. No matter of fact, let me get y'all. <laughs> y'all heard that um, the Dr. Umar Johnson shit. That nigga in the goddamn a little, little bit of a quandary. Because he said, uh, quote, unquote, if a black man is really concerned with black people, he would marry a black woman. They converted that little unquote. Y'all agree with that, that man? Dr. Umar Johnson. <laughs> I think he paid oh. off the trip a couple years back. You know what I mean? I might be wrong. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, I, you want to respect where Umar is talking, niggas. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I respect where Umar is coming from, but at the same time, he's not being detailed in what that needs to be said. Like, you got ain't shit niggas out there that's wiping good women. Yeah. He's not doing yeah. her any good. So yeah. what the fuck? Like, if if an ancient if an ancient nigga actually go out and oh, get a man. good black woman, what the fuck yeah. good is he doing for our community? Right. Nothing. Right. So Omar, yeah. He's, he's yeah he he puts out good ideals, but he needs to if he's gonna be on the platform that he's on to actually uh-huh. say something, say something in detail, come out with a detailed plan. Five billion, brother. Five billion on Jordans. What what type of platform is that? He's basically criticizing us on our consumership, you know. And but yet and still, you're not you're not creating a channel for us to consume. What do you want us to consume? You know, man. People gonna consume. People gonna consume and paint themselves, just like a lady was saying the other day. I don't have rims. Uh, I guess she was assuming that me that I that I'm black that I that I want rims. You know, like I was like, sweetheart, people dress themselves up. You know, they dress their cars up just like they dress themselves up nowadays, you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, that is what they equate to wealth. That's what they equate to power. That's what they equate to being accepted in society. So until we, as a people, change the way that we think, it, we're never going to be able to change that. Yo, so and I have a real... what I was talking about earlier, a change of mindset. Mm-hmm. We have yeah, to change that's what it comes down to. And really, yeah, I, would, I, would argue, I would argue that at the end of the day, it's a change in the spirit of the people because your mind is a tool. It's not, it's not even your it's not even your mind so much as your spirit because your spirit will change your mind. And right, so we're, we're, we're you have to be reconditioned. A, a, you have to be reconditioned then. Yeah, yeah but look, 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 at, look at it like this. Though. Look at it like this. A lot of people get angry, even in relationships. You with somebody, you love them. They love you, right? But each one of the individuals get angry and destroy the relationship because this person's not doing what's making me happy. That person's not doing what's making me happy. You know what I'm saying? So it's not it's not the fact that y'all don't love each other. It's the fact that you're trying to get something from this person to complete yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you already complete. God ain't left you here with nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. But because our spirit is so mixed up in this world with full of de- demonic forces, you know what I'm saying? We use our minds to acquire happiness, what we think is happiness in this life, 
but it's, it's, it's not making us happy. You know what right. I'm saying? But once we change our spirit, our minds will be different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can change your mm-hmm. mind. You can. Burn. Well, I, well I you know, at the end of the day. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, pivot, bro. Real quick. You know what I'm saying? We're uh, about 15 minutes out. Okay. So, uh, we're going to talk about this Mayweather McGregor goddamn press world tour, but first, I got a goddamn hypothetical. Who would win in a boxing match? Prime Floyd against Prime Bruce Lee. Prime Bruce Lee. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, you got a The nigga was fans as hell, man. What is that? Come on, man. The nigga was fans as hell, dog. He was. Bruce Lee. Come on, son. Yeah, no, like Bruce Lee was Bruce Lee Bruce Lee was would hit him with a chicha chicha Come on, man. <laughs> so, somebody said oh, he was we hit the man. You Bruce Lee actually fight. Send me a video. I want to see footage. I ain't seen nothing yet. I'm 34. You never seen Bruce Lee fight? In movies. <laughs> action cut. Bro, they, bro, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, come on, fam. They was like, Bruce Lee was so quick that they they couldn't even, it, it was hard for them to even film him. And you know you're a digital bus. Right. They had you, know, to how, you, know, you know you're a digital bus, Omar. So, you know, they, he was moving so fast. You think about Floyd moving fast. This guy was moving so fast, you know. He was like boom, boom, boom from east to west coast in, in, in one kilosecond. You know what I mean? That's what he, That's how fast he was. But that, the film was sped up. That's why that was. <laughs> exactly. No, <laughs> no, son. That's yeah, yeah. Floyd Mayweather had no chance against Bruce Lee. Yeah, you know I mean. What? No. Okay, so let's pivot to 40. Like Mike Tyson against yeah. King Kong. Mike Tyson against King Kong. That's what you basically yeah. saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and to give a point that you know that Doc Dick Gregory said King Kong was a manifestation of. Do y'all remember the first the original first black um, Jack Johnson first black uh, yeah. heavyweight. Black Johnson yeah. was considered King Kong because he was sleeping with all these Caucasian women. Uh-huh. And it wasn't, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying, culture to do that. So basically, do you know how King Kong falls in love with a white woman all the time and he goes to the Empire State Tower? That is the uh-huh. Negro. You know, King Kong is a, is a Negro. And the, the uh-huh. movies depicted King. King Kong as a Negro. Hey, I remember looked at it that way. Obama, if Michelle Obama would have been white, would you have looked at Obama any differently? On some real nigga shit. Hell yeah! <laughs> Dude, I mean, the fact that she still had a booty? Was she still had a booty? Yeah, I mean, who knows? They, white women well, got booty right. nowadays, so you could kill that. Alright, alright. Yeah, the, not a whole discussion to segue into where it went. Yeah, now. it's going a different way. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I don't th- I think I don't think they could have argued about him being Muslim then if, if he would have had a white woman beside his side. You know what they couldn't really criticize. Uh, you don't think he would have got you elected? You don't think he would have got elected because he was in an interracial marriage? I think he marriage? still would have got elected. I think yeah, he, he still would have got, got elected, dog. He's, he's a Mason. When you're a Mason, like he's already he's already been programmed. He would have been labeled too. All some real shit. Hello, this is Michelle. You know what I'm saying? I gotta recharge my phone. No doubt. Damn. Well, you about to say that? What do y'all feel? What do y'all feel about what Trump is doing as far as like this Russian insight? You know, him and his son. And, we already went you know, over that. B. You yeah, have to listen to the tape. We already went over that. Reiterate, reiterate. I came in kind of late. I came in kind of late. 
if he does get found guilty or something, he's gonna pardon himself. Watch. We, this thing is gonna be some unprecedented. I love it. So it's just it's white noise, but I peek at it. Gangster. He's gangster. He's gangster. Trump is the biggest gangster of all of them. I think he got in there. My, I do. On some real shit, man. I think he just was going in there for a marketing, a marketing ploy, and was like, oh shit, I could actually win this shit. <laughs> You know what? I you know, Chris enough. Rock made a point. Chris Rock made a point the other day. In Greek times, the actors could not uh, be in politics because they was too uh, they was too famous. Too popular, and, yeah. Too popular, too popular. So wh- who are the who are getting into our presidency now? Trump. This guy was just popular. That's the only reason he got in. You know what I mean? He was popular. He was he was a reaction to people were sick of regular politicians. Man, people were just sick of it. Right. You know what I'm it, it wasn't that they were sick of regular politics. It was the fact that a black man became the highest of the high of all politicians. He became a president. And once they seen that, they were like, hell no. We'll let anybody else come in there and become president. If a Negro became president after, what, 50-some-odd presidents, we couldn't get one. And then once we got one, they were so pissed off, they didn't put deodorant on for eight years. You see what I mean? They was like, we're going into the, we're going into the White House funky. Mm-hmm. Yo, uh, and they, and again, they brought some funky. Again, they brought some funky in there. And, which and is again, strong. big brother, respectfully, respectfully, like that's coming from a standpoint that really don't understand what's going on. They don't. They don't, you, bro. No, I mean most people they don't truly understand. Like for you to say, after 50, uh, forty some odd presidents, not any black presidents, I want you to Google like the the real first president. And it, it was a black George man. Was a, yeah, it was a black man. It was a yeah. black man. But they don't like, consider that. They don't like what consider we, that. What, what we have to do is start to begin to look beyond what these people tell us as truth. You have to realize that the winners of wars write history. Yeah. Point blank. The yeah. winners of wars write history. So mm. the knowledge, the knowledge well, I like of that. history I like that. that we have we have to uh-huh. understand that the author won a war so he can say what the fuck he want to say and get right. to, to go wherever he want him to go right Ooh. so that's, that's hey, made, made, that made that made me think about uh, the million man march bro when i tell you million man march i got this book which is just it kind of relates to what you're saying called the unseen hand it says no nothing is happens by accident all things have been conceived right. and contrived right. you know and it, and, it, and it breaks down all the wars all the all the situations that happened in time and that people had these pre-planned it was it was it, it blew my mind it blew my mind i was like we 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 all we all like test tube babies out here hey yo so <laughs> I'm on pivot because we are about 10 minutes out. So real quick, uh, Mayweather and McGregor, y'all watch any of the damn press conferences, which y'all think about the fight, who you think is going to win, and then y'all think McGregor got a chance. It's, 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 it's just, Mayweather's it's definitely going to take that. Yeah, Mayweather's going to win. We all, we all know that. But I think, it, you know, it's just, it's just for money. And it's really, a lot of people ain't liking it just because it's not even a real boxing match. Even if he was to really win, he wouldn't be mm-hmm. champion of boxing because it's not a boxing match. Right. You know, from a, business, from, a business, from a business standpoint, I think Floyd Mayweather going to throw the fight so he can do it again and get another 150 I don't million. think he going to do I think he's too proud nah, of that, that record. He's too worried about he that, that right. He's, he's not going to yeah, take a foot that's going to tarnish his image, just tarnish his record. He, he carefully chooses all of his fights. 
Like he can't believe it. Like, he's not gonna let one fight touch his image. They said they were speaking about um I forgot the man's name, he was a boxer and he was talking about you think Floyd Mayweather actually runs his company or he's the face of the company? He's just oh, he's uh, about a pawn. Yeah, but now Hopkins broke it down about he was like, Yo, this guy Floyd Mayweather's a bum. He was like, He's a fucking bum. You know what I mean? He flaunts all this money, he's a fucking bum because he has he don't he, he don't he don't never talk about the business plan. Like big up the Omar man putting it together. The man has a business plan. You know, um, and he calls us each and every individually and putting this thing together. So he has a, he's the one that's formulating this. You never hear about this Floyd Mayweather talking about how he's formulating, making all these hundreds of million dollars. Who is behind him? Is it, is it some Jews? Is it some Chinese people? Is it, is it like, well, who's behind this man? Because he's not doing it. He's not doing it. He's just a pawn. It's the team. It's the money team. <laughs> The money team? Who's, who's, who's behind the money team? I don't know who's behind him, but you know you got a team of people. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't believe Floyd to be intelligent enough to orchestrate yeah. something like this. Nah, nah, like, he's not the one. He's just the face of it, man. And that's why, you know, it's like when Obama, even Obama, do you think he was the face of something? Or you think he, he was orchestrated a, himself getting into he the was presidency? The, he was the heat shield. He was just the heat shield after George Bush. Everybody was mm. talking about how stupid this motherfucker looked. Everybody was getting sick and shit. And they were like, well, I got something for him. You know what I'm saying? So then they brought the new heat shield in. And that's all the presidents are, heat shield. They take the mm. shot. They take the that's hit. Deep. They say like the economy that. is fucked up because of the president. And then they get rid of that motherfucker and bring the next dude in. But then the status quo maintains the same trajectory. So they gave you the you just gave a million dollars a game right there, big brother. Million dollars, that's, that's money. I love it. I love that. I love that. That's, that's, that's what it is. And that's that's what it has been ever since the Federal Reserve came into this country. You yeah. 1913. Like, think about that. Uh-huh. Think about that. Taking the gold that's outside of the money. When money ain't that's got no exactly. gold now. It is all exactly. it is all paper, printed paper. So after I got a quiz introduced. Like all presidents have a boss, all of them. Yeah. And if yeah. they go against what their bosses tell them, they die. They get the mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look into it. Look into the okay. I just say that. Look into that. And while I'm thinking, like what I want everybody, like I probably man, look. There's a book called Behold a Pale Horse. The whole oh, yeah. What you know about that, yeah. baby? <laughs> yeah. Isn't all that William shit coming Cooper. true now? Isn't all that shit coming true? I was at Howard yeah. University, uptown in Harlem, baby, on a train, and it stopped. And we was reading that there. We thought we was dead. We was very I nervous because, man, that thing like was that. serious. That thing was serious, man. Yeah. yeah. William Cooper. Big up to William Cooper. He got assassinated. You ain't got that to it? Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you gotta get the whole pair horse, baby. You gotta get that. That was they put yeah. that out in the nineties. That's when we didn't know if we was gonna live to be twenty five if you was a man of color. It was serious out there. The nineties. Well, I got a question, man. man. What y'all think about when we talk about we talking about the Federal Reserve and money or whatnot? What do y'all think about these crazy NBA contracts? These boys, the NFL talking about going on strike, man. Cause they've the NFL it. is hating, man. The NFL is hating. They cannot hate. The NBA plays over 80 games a year. They're worldwide. They're universal. They have these contracts that these people are signing. The, NBA, the NFL only played, what, 16 games, 18 games? The NFL, you know? the NFL does The NFL does more numbers, though. Money talk. 
Well, but how many players on the team? How many players on the team though? That's real talk. We, I got I mean, better players on that team. But he get, but he getting more money than me. Hell. Yeah. Dude, the top players in the NFL getting twenty twenty five million. They got you got like mediocre niggas in the NBA get twenty million. Yeah, getting crazy deals. But at the end of the day, it should not make a difference because twenty million is not like a hundred thousand, my brothers. If you cannot, if you cannot manage, I don't know. Uh, you million 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 dollars, million. it might be. Hey, I'm hey, saying hey, these guys are actually hey, like twenty hey. million dollars is a dollar out here. Hey, like, hey, hey, like, hey, like it ain't worth nothing. Hey, real quick, Tony, let me ask you this. Would you take eight hundred thousand dollars cash <laughs> or eight ten? We about to break that down. Break that down again. Say that again. Say it again. Behind door number one. Okay. Eight hundred thousand dollars cash. Okay. Door number two. Eight ten credit score. Which door were you picking? Eight ten credit score. Eight ten credit score because eight ten credit score I can go and sign for ten credit cards, a brand new car, and get a loan for a house. I knew you were gonna say that. Gotcha. I knew you were gonna say that. Gotcha. 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 But the uninitiated would say, "Give me that cash, man. Give me that cash. Give me that cash." My barber, my barber, when the nigga said that, my barber, my barber was like, "Hey, nigga, you must got bad credit." <laughs> Fuck that! Give me the cash. Give I was funny you said that because I had some people calling me the other day, some creditors. You, you know, they, they, you hate when them creditors call. And I say, you know what? It's time for me to because it, I'm in a situation that when I get ready, to, and you know, this Spanish guy told me he say a lot of black people are afraid to rent or buy houses. They would rather pay fifteen hundred dollars rent than to have a mortgage for nine hundred dollars for over fifteen years because they feel like they're not able to get a house. He was like, man, if you can pay fifteen hundred dollars in rent, why won't you go out there and get a house and pay seven hundred fifty dollars and be an owner? We we are right. afraid to be owners out here, man, because we think, oh, the bank ain't gonna give us nothing. Pay your bills. If you paying two or three bills, as long as it's in the credit system that you're paying something, go out there and own something. Right. And check out credit apartheid. Oh my God! Don't say it's apartheid. What? That's the new apartheid, man. Credit. Look, yeah, it is. Yeah, a, million, like a millionaire, a millionaire can borrow a million dollars for a thousand dollars. Now you tell, I mean, how much it cost you to borrow a thousand dollars? About fifteen thousand. Uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? With all so the interest rates and everything that. like that. Yeah, that, that is. It's it based on numbers that don't really exist. Hey, you know, hold on, real quick, everybody. We got a, we got a, hold on real quick. I got a new caller on the line. Hey, what's up? Who the new caller? Okay. No, it's. It's Tierra. I dropped off somehow. Oh, word. Well, we about, we got, like, oh, Tierra, Tierra. Tierra, where you from, Tierra? We about to wrap. It's Tierra. I'm from Columbia. Okay, big oh, up, Tierra. So, yeah, so we about to wrap. So anybody got any, any um, closing statements they want to share before we close out? I just want to say, man, y'all have a blessed weekend. Have a have a prosperous week. And let's keep on yeah, pushing God. the envelope on this, man. One love, one love, one love. I just like to say, man, everybody keep your energy, like, be aware of people fucking with your energy, man. Don't let every type of vibration cover your life, turn you down, keep you from seeing the better opportunity that you have, even if it's just interior. Don't even let your own mind give you negative energy. Mm. Turn that shit off, and let's let's go forward, man. Yes, sir. What about you, Bishop? Hey, man, my closing statement is, as always... Elevate, rise, live, and love. Oh, fuck all the other shit. 
Get all y'all out of the way, man. Well, I wanted to make a point earlier. I didn't get a chance to. We were talking seconds. about the whole racism thing. Okay, I just wanted to say we got to deal with the external and the internal. And we need them mm-hmm. to acknowledge that we're actually going through a struggle because if they don't acknowledge it, then we can't begin to deal with it or overcome it. And I think right. a lot of them won't even acknowledge exactly. that we're actually going through something, that there's actually a system there that attacks us on a daily basis. So if they're not I mean, acknowledging it, talking. we can't handle it. We can't deal with it. But we got to deal with the external and the internal. we got to look at ourselves, but not give them – I think sometimes when we say – we look at ourselves and just say, oh, you mm-hmm. need to do this, you need to do that. As a people, it gives them that additional power to say, yeah, y'all are the problem. But it's not right, just right. us. We we're just perpetuating it. We don't mean to at all, you know, at all times. But sometimes we're just perpetuating it, and it doesn't come from us. It doesn't come from us. Dude, I I, I just got this to say on that. You know what I'm saying? Just think about this. We are people that were brought here. We don't even think our own thoughts. We didn't think in English. We didn't think in English over there. So this, the ability to think has been circumscribed in a certain way because the language that we use don't even engage all of what our thoughts are. Right. In right. your own mind. You know what I'm saying? Right. We evolved. But we evolved into a super group like Richard Price spoke about. You know what I'm saying? The Zimbabwe's, the Zulus, and all these other tribes manifested into what? The super Negro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and until we start manifesting a super Negro, we're going to always be niggas. You know what I'm saying? So wise enough, through the knowledge, let's get back to our history. We are the only people that cannot connect with anybody from our background and, and build our monies. Spanish people can go to Mexico that, and flip it. European can go there, but we, cannot, we, we can't send our money nowhere and, and build up. Why is that? There's a reason, that, 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 a reason for that, man. We're going to overcome, but it's going to be bigger than what we think it is. We're here for service Amen. for the whole Amen. world. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to get our mind right, and then after that, man, it's over. Amen. Amen. I, I hope so. I hope so. Most definitely. We got to get ourselves together, figure out how to work together and build. Well, I think we're starting yeah, this, do that you know, right with here. this podcast. We're doing it with this podcast. And, you know, exactly. my goal is to get nine yeah, yeah. nine brothers or sisters together and let's start buying uh, commercial property. We all let's have a stake. We all have they, a stake in that first building. Big, let's just do something. It ain't got to be that big, man. Do it ain't that big. You can go into the you can go into the to the city. They they auction it off public house public uh, structures every day for a thousand dollars, five hundred dollars. It's an auction them, giving them away. It's all about going in there and, and purchasing it and building it up. It doesn't take that much more money. You got to dream big, baby. You got to dream big. Right, so edit that part out. Edit that part out. Don't. <laughs> You don't want people knowing me. You don't want to put too many people up on that game, bro. I got you. Well, love, brother. Y'all stay positive, man. Peace and blessings. I'm out. All right, man. Y'all have a good one, bro. Appreciate y'all. All right, man. Thank you, man. I'll be posting it later tonight. All right, man. Bet that up. All right, man. Word one. Yeah. Johnny Giuliano. <laughs> <laughs>
Cause that motherfucker did it. Yeah, yeah. 